Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to tonight's Hometime Podcast. Uh, there will become a stage during this podcast tonight where you might want to think to yourself, I'm going to call some kind of child services into Richie's house. Can I assure you that what you hear later on in the podcast has now ended? Yeah, and they weren't real cigarettes as well, so he hasn't technically <laughs> smoked anything. <laughs> oh, that bloody digger. Anyway, we'll hear more about that later. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Friday afternoon, this is Bush and Richie. It's your stay-at-home time show on Absolute Radio. Finally, the weekend of the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival 2020. Uh, as you listen to our voices, I want you to imagine in the theatre of your mind, Richie and I are both wearing those sailor-style, quite heavy-knit, cable-knit jumpers. Uh, maybe we've got one of those docker's coats on. Um, and we did, like we've just literally stepped back off the boat at port after a long journey, because that's what's happened. Uh, as of last night, we ferried via our virtual ferry to the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival, which is happening tonight. A load of home-time listeners on our maiden voyage, didn't we, Richie? We did indeed. As we said to you guys yesterday, we're, we're all gutted we're not actually on the island. But one of the great things about the Isle of Wight Festival, it's like the cherry on top of the cake, is that you get to go on a boat ride before you go to a music festival. And we didn't want to miss out on that as well. So along with the Front Room Festival that you can hear Friday, Saturday, Sunday night this weekend on Absolute Radio, we wanted to put on a virtual ferry ride over. It was great fun last night. A load of hometown listeners on a little Zoom call, all with our little uh, ferry backgrounds uh, behind us as we were chatting away. I think it was, uh, it, dare one use the analogy, plain sailing, Bush? I think it was plain sailing. It was lovely to meet everyone. I still love, I mean, I know, like, obviously it'd be great when we can all properly see each other and everything, but I still love looking into people's lounges and seeing what kind of lampshade they've got going on on a video chat, <laughs> even whether we're on the water or not. But it was lovely to catch up with everybody. It's lovely to see how excited everyone is about our Front Room Festival, which kicks off this evening straight after this show at seven. Uh, but what we thought we would do as well is do a little, to try and adds to that party vibe, kind of give it that um, Benidorm mid-90s feel. Uh, we decided, uh, probably retrospectively, mistakenly, to do a round of happy birthday for uh, a listener called Diane, whose birthday it was. But do we, the question is, do we need, do we need a clip of this now? Or should, do, do we have to inflict this on everybody? Uh, look, there's going to be video going up on the Absolute Radio socials that you can check out, but in case you're oh. not near that, I think it's only fair that we share it with you now. Okay, here we go. Good age. Three, two. Oh. Oh. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday oh to you. What a misery boat it sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like we're all absolutely hammered. I mean, she'd had a few because it was her birthday. We've discovered, right, I don't know if anyone else has discovered this during having video chats and parties and stuff like that. It's impossible to sing on a video chat. In singing unison, impossible. That's what we're telling ourselves anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what it is. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
Last night, uh, we put uh, a bunch of you home-time listeners, not just in the front row, we put you on the virtual Solent uh, as we made our way over uh, on our special home-time commissioned ferry. Uh, you can have a little look at the Absolute Radio socials. You'll uh, see a video uh, of what a joyous trip it was. Unfortunately for some, well, one person in particular, they didn't make it. Got this tweet from <laughs> Celia yesterday evening. Can't believe I've just missed the Isle of Wight ferry trip with Bush and Ritchie. I got stuck in Morrison's trying to source pizza and Prosecco and I watched my hopes and dreams sail oh. away. Celia, look, it's one of the saddest stories I've ever seen. I can just imagine as we're setting off there and, and when, you, when you push away from the gangplank, I'm sure that's the technical term, yes. there's no turning back. We've got to get ourselves. We, we've got that spot over at the Isle of Wight. What's the name of the little ferry port thing? Is it Ride, isn't it? Yeah. Ride. We've, got, we've, we've booked our like little place. What? I don't know any birth. words it's for ferries. Birth. It's a birth. We've booked our birth and we, ca- yeah. we can't turn around and you can't do a Yui in a ferry and go and pick someone up. So sadly, she's missed it. But sometimes in life that happens, isn't it? It's, it's, it's that sliding doors moment. You just, you just miss it. You see it dramatically sailing off in front of you or if it's a train heading off down the tracks or a car just driving off down the road. If there's, there might be times in your life, maybe not quite as dramatic as Celia missing our virtual ferry last night, but if there's, if there's a story you want to share of a time where you, you literally just missed something... And what could have happened, share it with us. 8, 12, 15 to text, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I might as well throw my dad Nigel under the bus again. I've wheeled this out a few times, but it does still irk <laughs> me when I think about it. And, and I don't want any jokes. I don't want any football jokes in about this because I know the way people will go. But in the 80s, uh, me, my dad and my brother had booked onto a trophy room tour of Goodison Park before oh, we started yeah. texting. All right, people. Um, another time we actually did have a bit of silverware going on back in the 80s. That was when we were good. Uh, and my dad, not only were we were late, he also made us queue at the wrong gate. So when the person came out, because we'd arranged this kind of backroom tour, that when the person came out to find us, we weren't there because my dad had put us around the wrong gate. But this was back in the era where if you wanted to make a phone call on the fly, you had to go to a telephone box. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we kind of with less late and bad intel. So I'm going to throw my dad under the bus for that one. It's not as if you haven't forgiven him. Uh, Zoe says, went to, went to see Stereophonics back in February, uh, waited patiently for them to come out. The kids decided they needed the loo right before they came on. In the loo, all I could hear was, we don't belong anywhere. Managed to get back out just before the song finished. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kerry says, only just caught the last song and a half of a Wasp gig uh, the other day when all the trains were cancelled due to Storm Brian. Uh, so, I mean, you've missed a fair chunk of the gig if you're only catching the last song and a half of it. Hey, listen, I've listened to Wasp. I think Brian did you a favour, to be honest with you. <laughs> I do, also, it would be good to hear from people who have missed like really important goals in football matches as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, because they've gone downstairs to go for a wee or been that person who said, that's right, I'll get the beers and I'll get in the queue for the pies or whatever. And you've missed like an absolute belter. Adam says, I turned up at a car dealership just as David Beckham was leaving. <laughs> I blocked him wow. in as I'd gone the wrong way around the one-way system. He'd taken pics and signed autographs for everyone. Imagine blocking in David Beckham. 
I, I would, you know, like you'd panic if you sorry, I'll move my car, sir. So, sorry about that, sir. I'd forget how to turn it on and everything. But equally, if you're turning up at a car dealership that David Beckham's at, life can't be that bad for poor old Adam. Yeah, it sounds like Adam's doing all right for himself, that's for sure. <laughs> Barry White's been on. Barry White oh, yeah. has been on in the first hour of the show. He says, guys, I was on work experience at BBC Sport the weekend after that bloke stood with the Man United team against Bayern Munich. Remember the imposter? Yeah. I was supposed to go on telly behind Ray Stubbs and stand there in full kit for footy focus for the opening shot, but was late because the nearest tube to the BBC was shut. He missed his big opportunity. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Chris and family from Bolton say we want to miss the family trip to Euro Disney by minutes. They even asked the pilot if we could get on and he refused. I got a later no. flight, but it all ended up costing a fortune. We had a great time eventually, but the damn sat nav took me on a scenic route. It's gone for bad for worse for him. And then this one says I got off a train for a Siggy, ticket, money, wallet, phone, all on the train as the door closed. I was gobsmacked. I got stuck at Gatwick Airport. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, I shouldn't laugh. Uh, Alex says, I had a train switch at Edinburgh after a journey up from London. I ran for my life. I managed just to make my connection onto the wrong train, which oh. was going back south again. And the next stop was three hours away. Two Jeez. trains back to back going north south on the same platform. What a nightmare. That would just be such a wind-up. You'd just be there drumming your fingers, waiting for you the chance to get off and get back on the other side and go back up again. <laughs> a big fan of Guns N' Roses, says this text from Richard. Favourite song, Sweet Child of Mine. I went to a gig halfway through, needed to take a leak. The queue was very long. And halfway there, there it goes. I missed the whole song, but at least I didn't <laughs> wet myself. Have a good weekend. <laughs> It's weird though, isn't it? Because Axl Rose is notoriously late for stuff. So it's just like the, the universe colliding and moving around there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Cade uh, says, Bush and Ritchie, I was born late on the 6th of April instead of the 5th, thereby missing the end of the tax year. Something my dad has never forgotten as he would have got a load of money back. Instead, he received nothing. How's that work? That's great. Uh, Ian in Leeds, speaking of money, says last year I missed the Saturday deadline for buying a lotto ticket. I found out later that night I would have won 600 quid with the numbers I had placed. Gutted. Never, ever have your numbers written down. Always do lucky dip and scenarios like that then can't happen. Good point. Uh, and this one says, missing stories. When I got married in London, we didn't tell my parents in Australia until two weeks beforehand, so they weren't able to come over. My mum still hasn't forgiven me, which is bad <laughs> enough. When my sister got married in Australia, no one realised my mum was missing from the ceremony, so she missed my sister walking down the aisle and almost missed the wedding. It was stopped while we waited for her to arrive. It's almost a tit-for-tat wow. thing going on there. That's amazing. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Look, we are so excited uh, about tonight at 7 o'clock, Foo Fighters getting underway at the Isle of Wight Front Room Festival. We can't be on the island itself, so we're offering you a virtual festival in your front room of some of the best bits of recent years of the Isle of Wight Festival. In fact, some of the highlights go further back than even the recent years. But why might a virtual festival be a little bit better than a real one? Uh, I'll give you one reason for starters, uh, and that is you can at least guarantee your neighbours. Now, 
I, I know for some people that's not necessarily going to be the case as well. But um, what I did find the last time I camped at a festival is no matter how great the, the music lineup and everything else is, you can't guarantee what those people in the tents around you are going to be like. At least I know what my neighbours are going to be like and they won't spoil tonight in my front lounge. It's a good point. I remember being at a Reading Festival and a Scouse guy fell through our tent in the middle of the night because he was drunk trying to get home <laughs> to wherever his tent was. We had to like, literally lift him up like a log. It was unbelievable. <laughs> the last time for me that we camped, I can remember my wife, now wife, turning to me in the middle of the night or early point in the morning because I was getting so agitated saying, have you taken your blood pressure tablets? Because this is no good for you. <laughs> I was getting so cross. That's not the rock and roll Isle of Wight experience you're hoping for, <laughs> no, is it being reminded not. of your blood pressure tablets? <laughs> hey, I mean, for me, like the big panic for me in festivals is weeing, going for a wee. There's just no, no two ways about it. Like, I, for me, the big panic is like leaving it for a bit and then having a couple of beers and then realising, oh, oh, man, I really need to go. And then there's a huge queue for the lose. And then what the hell do you do? And it's just an absolute little panic of mine. And I love the fact that virtual festival from your own home, most of the time you'd have to queue that long to get in. So I kind of like that. It's reassuring. Do you have to queue ever in your home to get in the toilet? I share a house with three girls. What do you think? <laughs> so, look, there's the question. 8, 12, 15, if you want to text us, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Why might a, a virtual festival in your front room be better than a real one? Let us know. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Obviously very excited about our virtual festival kicking off tonight, but let's be honest, a virtual festival is a hell of a lot easier to deal with than an actual festival. There's like a lot of stuff involved in getting there, you've got to get across on the ferry. I mean, we did that last night in a virtual sense, but in the real world, it can be tough. So what is easier and better about a virtual festival than an actual real one? Julie says she doesn't intend to be watching tonight through someone else's phone. Why do people do that? I, I, phone is one thing. People who bring iPads, I, I feel like they should have snipers <laughs> just on just two towers. No, not with actually any real like ammunition, but just the little red laser, enough for someone to think, hold on a minute, I might just put that away. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's make that happen. Paul says, uh, hardly anyone will be urinating on the back of my legs whilst I slowly sway to the sounds. This is my point earlier on about having a bit of a phobia about being trapped needing a wee outdoors. I, it, this stems from the uh, Stone Roses reunion gig at Heaton Park in Manchester a few <laughs> years back. Some of the, There was just not enough toilets, and yeah. some of the things I saw from men and women, I might add, are burned <laughs> into my retina. I really hope for Paul's sake that doesn't happen in his lounge tonight. Uh, Angela uh, is focusing on the positive of the lounge experience and saying she'll have snacks and booze on hand. Uh, you do have to think about it. If you're in the main field of any festival, you're right down the front. It's highly unlikely uh, you're going to have uh, a little uh, ramekin bowl of Doritos on hand, is it? 
although you do get some people who go to the fest festivals, a bit like uh, it's particularly the Isle of Wight Festival. If you if you go towards the back of the field as as bands are on, they they come to the festival like flipping Ray Mears, <laughs> like fishing tackle <laughs> waistcoats and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then like them uh, like walking sticks that open up into a seat. Walking sticks that open up into a seat should have no no place in a festival, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I'll chuck another one in. Right, this, this is me moaning about festivals. Sore backs of legs, sore calves from standing for too long. Anyone else get sore calves from standing and watching live music? <laughs> oh, that's why I enjoy sitting down at football matches as well these days. Do you know what might make me want, go and want to get one of those uh, walking sticks that turn into a seat that I was moaning about earlier on? Now <laughs> I, I understand. Say, I was about to say, I'm sure you had words to say about that. Uh, Will says, no one can observe your horrendous dancing and your out of tune singing in the lounge. Well, I guess, Will, that does depend who you're sharing your lounge with. Yeah, and don't dance big lie on, curtains open. People can see, people like me. And Scott from Shropshire, we just want to give you a special mention. He has... Uh, <laughs> He's mentioned a festival that him and his wife were at and some gentleman had camped next to them and shared something with them. If we read it out, we would go to prison pretty much, I think. So we're not, thanks Scott, mate, but we're not reading it out. We'll just leave yeah. that one there. Hopefully that's not going on in your lounge. Uh, Gemma's flipped it, in fairness. Uh, she says, at least I can hear the baby monitor in the living room. Oh, <laughs> is that good or is that bad? I'm not too sure. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Conrad says, I'm going to get my girlfriend a barrel strapped to her back tonight full of fruity cider, giving out little samples around the lounge. I'm going to follow her around. Who needs damp tents? Uh, we've been asking wow. you why our virtual Isle of Wight front room festival may be a better experience than a real one tonight. That's Conrad's offering. Girlfriend with a barrel strapped to her back. Sounds like a Smith song. <laughs> But do you know what? That'd be a good thing just generally in the lounge, wouldn't it? Imagine that if your uncle or your dad was like a tea caddy. They had like a thing on them that you could just walk over whilst you're watching telly and just siphon off a bit of hot tea from them. That'd be so good. Uh, Tim says, I'm six foot four. How unpopular do you think I am at festivals? No one stands behind me. It's like I've made an awful smell. Also, quite a few women have asked to go on my shoulders for a song. Once the person in question was surprisingly heavy and it was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ash tweets and says, I don't know how to make this radio friendly. Cheers, Ash. That's great. Well, Cheer we'll brilliant. do that Cheers. then. Uh, but by being at home, you do miss out on little gems. Uh, these were my tent neighbours at 8am at a recent festival. Person number one, Steve, do you want some? And then the person offers, I don't know, should we say some kind of Moorish snack? Uh, person yeah. two, presumably Steve, says, Now, nah, good, mate. I've got myself a breakfast bar. Uh, <laughs> nutritionally like for like, as Ash says. What is going on in that analogy? So what they were, they were either something really dodgy going on or they were just trading cereal bars first thing in the morning on a festival. Well, I think, I think person one was being offered something dodgy and person oh, right, yeah, two yeah. turns down something dodgy because he just had a Nutrigrain bar. <laughs> Do you know what? The older you get, I'd have a Nutrigrain hands down any day of the week. 
They don't repeat on you, do they? Uh, Debs in Surrey says, no mud, rain or need for wellies and being ginger, no risk of sunburn as well, which can happen even when raining. There you go. The 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 pain of ginger people is real when it comes to getting sunburn. Uh, it's home time on a Friday night. What makes a virtual festival better than a real one? Uh, Julie says, I saw the Foos last year with my daughter. They were amazing, uh, but we did spend the whole time worrying that the guy who climbed up the speaker tower and sat up the top was going to come crashing down any minute. It will be nice not to have to worry about that tonight. If you get in that situation again in a real festival, don't worry about it. That's just called Darwinism. It'll work its way out. It's just part of the universe. Uh, Lulu has mentioned something that uh, I can't believe we've not even thought of so far. She says, I'm worried a mate will still manage to get lost in my back garden. And and no one's mentioned getting split up and separated from your mates. It's just the classic, most annoying thing uh, with festivals. Even when people have got like mobile phones and stuff nowadays, uh, for some reason you can't use them if everyone's using them at the same time and you end up having to say, I'll see you over at the kebab shop or over at the falafel van at nine and it just gets ridiculous so yeah getting lost that's another thing where a virtual festival you have to rule that out and it's much easier the home time podcast with bush and richie if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. Uh, we happened upon a facet of the frustration about real festivals just at the tail end of the last hour of the show. And someone suggested one of the nightmares of going to a real festival is getting lost, like split up from your mates and all that kind of stuff. And uh, this really resonated with me because my little brother, Simon, Simon Bush, uh, is like a legend in our family for the night he got lost at the V Festival. So this was back in the 90s before smartphones or anything like that as well. So he'd gone, I think, with a couple of friends and his girlfriend at the time, Karen, who's now his wife, my sister-in-law. And it was started badly because Simon, rather than like having a couple of cans with him or whatever, he took, you know, if you buy a box of wine, you can get like the bagpipe interior of it, which is (laughs) made of like molten metal, like a bag, and take it round. He was like bagpiping red wine into his mouth whilst watching bands and taking this thing with him. Got quite drunk, got into an argument, stormed off, as you do sometimes in festivals, and then couldn't find the tent. And he was lost all night on the phone to my dad. He was trying to guide him into different places or whatever. And it was just this ridiculous thing that's gone down in in Bush family folklore. But it does raise the issue of not just getting lost at a festival, getting lost full stop. And I thought, what, what a way to not only end the show tonight, but end the entire week with stories of being unbelievably lost. (laughs) Eight twelve fifteen to text us. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, I I really want to support this. I want to hear these lost stories, but from a smug side of things, because I'm I, say, to I be knew you were going to say this. I, I mean, knew you were going to say I, this. I, I, I hate myself for saying it. Bush, I'm not that guy. I'm not. <laughs> so, are you telling me right now you've never been lost? To the extent that I was going to give people a tip of how not to get lost. In car parks, what I do to make sure I never get lost, I park the car and I'll take a picture of the floor that I'm on. It's revolutionary. I'm not that man. But I really do want to hear these lost stories. And if you are anyone involved in Richie's private life and you might have been with him or had any information where you, happen, you have mate. evidence that he's Won't been happen. lost, please call the... the um, Incident Centre now, 8.12.15. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Denise says I got lost at Oasis in Nebworth, but I had a great time on my own. The others were panicking. I managed to get on a train and a cab home with no money. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bowler's and brass. Matt, and then Matt says, no one could find my nephew very early in the morning at a festival. His brother called him to find out where he was. I was asleep in our tent until he woke me, he replied. You're not, his brother said. He was adamant until the phone call woke up the owners of the identical wrong tent that he was in. Oh, my, that is the worst thing ever. Imagine waking up in someone else's tent. Don't even think it's yours. He might have woken up and thought they were in his tent and tried to turf them out. The implications (laughs) are huge. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. How's it going in the uh, the bath time going in the background there, Richie? Sounds like oh, you're mate, a good time. It's, it's, a, it's a happy household. So a little listen. What's Rocco doing? Actually, you've oh, got to explain what's going on. Just just <laughs> clarify. Just give context to why Rocco's... Because normally he's very oh, happy going to his bath, isn't he? He is. He is. Normally he's a happy little soul. But do you know what? A couple of hours ago, his mum took him to a garden centre, a garden centre that's got a little toy aisle, and she she's bought him a brand-new digger, all right? Ooh. But, of course, diggers don't go in baths. And the brand-new digger's just been taken away from him for a mere 15 minutes of his life, and that's why hell has broken out. And you know what, sometimes you just, you don't want to stop playing with your digger, do you? I hate it when grown-ups come around and just say, that's it, digger time's over. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep, keep an eye on the Rocco situation as we go on. We're talking about getting lost this evening in honour of my brother uh, m- disappearing during the V Festival back in the day. We've got our Isle of Wight Front Room Festival uh, kicking off this evening at seven, so you don't need to worry about getting split up from your friends. But if you've been lost in any capacity, get in touch with the show tonight. Uh, Darren says, same as you, Bush, my little brother lost at download a few years back. We looked for hours and hours and he wouldn't answer his phone. And the little what's it had gone to a hotel in Nottingham. There were no words. Oh, but they were fuming with him at the end of that. And this one says, my partner went on a stag do in Budapest. He went missing for an entire day. Turning up at 4pm the next day, his friends even made missing posters and had gone round trying to see if anyone recognised him. Turns out he'd fallen asleep on a train and ended up 15 miles outside Budapest with no money. He used the last of the phone battery to buy a day ticket for the buses and I still haven't forgiven him. <laughs> uh, Stag do, and that's, and that's his story, of course. Yes. Um, many years ago, says this text, Mum and I went from Reading to Watford on a shopping trip. We came back to the car only to find Mum's car had been stolen. <gasps> it hadn't. Turns out we were just on the wrong floor of the car park. Honestly, Heathrow Terminal 5 went to pick Katie up. For, she'd been on a, a broad thing for work or whatever. It took us an hour to find the car. Every single floor completely identical. If you've been lost in any capacity, share it with the group. We'd love to hear from you. 8, 12, 15. It's home time on a Friday night. Just take a picture of the car in the car park. Stop this. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Matt says, guys, I got lost in Ikea. Uh, nearly had a panic attack trying to find a toilet. Uh, it, it can happen. It's all right. It can happen. The weird thing is with Ikea, if you get lost sometimes, you think, oh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do that bit where you go through that kind of... Um, fifth wall, that weird bit where you can cut through to another level, but it yep. means having to walk against the grain. If you walk against the grain in IKEA, the looks people give you, it's like you're a madman. Like, what the hell are you doing? 
you realise the, the arrow that's lit up from the ceiling is pointing the other way. What are you doing, mate? You almost get lynched. <laughs> uh, Eric in Dunfermline says, I get lost everywhere. Honestly, could get lost in my own garage, but I cannot wait for tonight's Isle of Wight Festival starting. At least I don't have to drive there and get lost. Oh, it's two uh, stories about Berlin for you very quickly. Scott from Cambridge says, I had a very late night out in Berlin and took my contact lenses out due to sore eyes. Mistakes, I couldn't read any of the signs on the underground. I got lost for three hours. <laughs> moral, moral in the tale there. And this one about Berlin says, I got lost on a stag do in Berlin, armed with only a basic knowledge of the language and a key card to my hostel. Three trains later and many apologies later, I finally found my way back. Very helpful people in Berlin. That's one to keep in, in mind for the future if you're wandering around there drunk. Uh, at least uh, at least they're helpful because it sounds like everyone gets lost there. Uh, Jim in Bristol says, I got lost in Toulouse, France, when attending a European rugby match. And I was very drunk and my phone was out of battery and I started crying. Embarrassing, really, considering I was 38. <laughs> Bless him. John gets in touch, says, Guys, I got lost a few years ago at a run-rig gig at Stirling Castle. <laughs> oh, towards the wow. end of the night, I missed the bus with lots of angry people waiting on me uh, back to Glasgow and wandered around the castle for about five hours, slightly inebriated. I think it might have been more than slightly. My ex-wife had to come and pick me up in her car from Glasgow as I tried to get a kip in the porch outside of a Weatherspoons, <laughs> taking refuge from the driving rain next to the motorway at Stirling. Not good and felt like crying at the time. The moral of the story, don't go for extra beers at the end of the gig. There you go. There you have it. My favourite text, maybe of the entire week. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. So I don't want Rocco's digger huff to overshadow the entire show but going forwards in terms of a family line on this and you need to you need to have like a line on things don't you and so that you don't mm. undermine each other accidentally as a couple what is the what's the thing with the digger you can let him have the digger in the water or how are you going to stop this happening every night now I'm hoping that it was just the novelty thing and the fact that the digger came into his life at around about 4pm this afternoon and come 6pm when it was bath time, he wasn't ready to say goodbye. I'm okay. hoping that come tomorrow night's bath time, um, it, will be, it won't be a novelty anymore. OK, well, let's make sure you tune in on Monday's podcast to find out what happens next. Hence wins the hometown show The boys have left the studio but let me be your guarantor That home time will be back for more Push and Richie on the radio They'll be back again tomorrow Phantom Music Interview Subscribe, rate, and leave reviews Home time.